Welcome back to That's Kind of Wavy. We're your hosts. I'm Shaysal. I'm Jill. And I'm Nikki. So what's up, y'all? Um, not not much. Feeling strange. Mm. What kind of strange? strange? Or bad strange? Yeah. Just like um, both. <laughs> Just strange. That's why it's strange. I think. Yeah. Well. That sounds kind of uncomfortable. That yeah. sounds icky a yeah. little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not <Just> fun. <laughs> try to focus on the good strange, I guess. <laughs> Lean okay, into the okay. good strange. All right, like, okay, you know what? I'll just I'll just be crazy then instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, I uh OnlyFans has been glitching and like really dead the past few days. So like oh. I literally just like oh. can't I literally just like can't work. It's like not like it's like you can use it, but like one day people like literally couldn't tip <laughs> oh. and so it's like okay so i can't make money and then like our mass dms like aren't sending to everybody and shit so it's just like pissing me off and i'm assuming pissing like subscribers off because nobody's really online and so i like haven't been able to work so it's kind of stressing me out because i'm like Damn. um i do need the money though so we'll have to figure that out <laughs> how long does but- it usually like take to fix when some issue like this happens well on a normal site that's run by normal <laughs> functional people <laughs> two hours <laughs> oh no um, if it's a huge issue a day like then it's like oh shit like the code's fucked we have to go through the code only fans it god only knows like literally like they just i swear they just don't give a fuck um so I mean, we're going on, like, day three of it, like, acting kind of weird. It's usually, like, like it's probably going to get fixed within the next few days, but then people, like, won't really come back on until next week because that's, like, oh, it's not really working, so I'm going to take a break from it and try again. So then it sucks, like, even though it's working, people aren't really going to be logging on. Damn. Damn. That sucks. Yeah. yeah it's just, so- that's like, not like- that it- Sorry. Sorry, you go. I was just going to say that's why I'm like trying to like lean more into like Twitch and like honestly like TikTok because it's like I'm not expecting to like make a ton of money off of those but just be like supplemental income if I could get in like the creator fund for both of them. Definitely. um, Yeah. Times like this. Um, And I think I've noticed like um, I think a lot of the subscribers are going to people who are known like outside of the OnlyFans realm whereas like like less people are going on just to be on OnlyFans and more people are going on to see like a specific person. Yeah. So it's like I need to like get my name known more like on TikTok or Twitch or something, you know, just because then people will be like, oh, I'm going to go on for her instead of like just stumbling upon my page, which is how it was like last year because of the, well, the past two years, like when we were in lockdown, like everybody was just like on OnlyFans, like just basically as another form of social media. And so it was a lot easier. So. Everyone go follow Nikki. Yes. Yeah. See me Nikki. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm feeling kind of stressed. But also just like it's like the kind of stress where it's like I literally can't do anything about it. So then I like kind of don't give a fuck. But then it makes yeah. it worse because I'm not doing anything about it when there's like probably some stuff I could be doing. <laughs> I'm like, eh. Right. Why? So you might yeah. as well just give it. <laughs> How about you? Um, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. I feel like I'm riding one long existential crisis. And like, honestly, I mean, there are moments of it being like bad crisis. But for the most part, it's just like nothing matters. Hell yeah. Honestly, I guess it's kind of good. <laughs> yeah, those crises are like kind of fun. No, seriously. And I've had it before where it's like unstable for sure. And like, yeah, granted, on some days I have leaned into the instability like today, me sitting on my couch all day until this this second where I move to my (laughs) desk for this podcast. So, um, you know, definitely has moments where I lean a little bit to another chaos. But at the same time, it's more of like, it's like, I mean, obviously me being me, there will always be meaning to things no matter what. But it's like in the past couple of months, I have really seen the beauty of leaning into nihilism of just like nothing matters so do whatever the fuck you want but also still be kind and like a good person but like yeah just do whatever yeah. the fuck you want like who made the rules 
No one. No. I mean, and whoever did is like, why? <laughs> so Literally, it's fine. Every time I like have like a crisis like that, it like I end up making like a big decision like in a good way because it's like it makes me be like, oh, it's really not that deep. <laughs> like, right. I'm, it's like, not that deep. Right. Exactly. I'm, like, I'm sitting here like stressing over this. And then when I like finally go through like a like nothing matters, I'm like, oh, why don't I just do that then? <laughs> right. Exactly. If it doesn't matter. No. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So. So, you know, I'm like, a, I'm a solid, I'm a solid neutral right now. Well, no, no, it's leaning, it's leaning slightly positive in my general mood at this moment, even though I'm fucking exhausted because I was like traveling this weekend and just so much fucking random life shit. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I would say, I would say I'm like a, a five out of 10, but like, it's, it's a, it's a good five out of 10. <laughs> like I'm just existing today. You're and five that's what point, I 5.5 out of 10. <laughs> yes, precisely. <laughs> precisely um well i don't know how to transition into our topic but today (laughs) we're talking about ghost kitchens which y'all don't know what that is you're about to learn (laughs) spooky haunted kitchens (laughs) no no um a different type of ghost kitchen but yeah we're gonna talk about some ghost kitchens because we think it's interesting and that there's something inherently sus about them um and also it is not officially a get high with us episode but we are getting high because we want to (laughs) oh yeah that's the vibe (laughs) because that's the vibe exactly because we're in a silly goofy mood (laughs) um okay so where do we begin with this this ghost kitchen stuff let's just like define it first right okay okay i can like give a, a general definition okay okay so Ghost kitchens are basically like, I mean, there are different systems in and how they work, but like the general idea is that they operate from like some places have like warehouses that have a bunch of like kitchens and they operate from that and deliver to places. So it's, and sometimes there's like restaurants that are their own thing, but then create another like company on food delivery apps because ghost kitchens only exist as like takeout options. So it's like, ghost kitchen because it's like not really an existing kitchen and like you can't necessarily go in and dine in and stuff or like go to that place to pick up the food it's like strictly for takeout for the most part and there are some variations in that um with like the creation of different third-party companies that create these ghost kitchens but it's it's an interesting world yeah yeah i in one article i read there's like in california there's like a doordash kitchen which is kind of like the warehouse you were talking about. But let me see what it's – I think it's literally called, like, DoorDash Kitchen. It's called – yeah, DoorDash Kitchens. <laughs> and it just, They like, sell food? Yeah. It's, like, that's um, – here, wait, let me – it's, like, that's where, like, they cook the food and shit. And so the DoorDashers just, like, go there. So it's just, like, a host – for ghost kitchens okay i see it's not like on the app it says doordash kitchens and it's like literally just any time of food no it's like the building, <laughs> the building is called doordash kitchens okay, and I it's see, bright I see. red because of course it is i mean that's smarter <laughs> than like other options because some people are just like renting out of like a random building or literally using their own home yeah um, i didn't know what? that i i saw yeah. that in my article too like i'm like Ew, I wouldn't want like DoorDash drivers coming to my house. Yeah, to I'll I'll take get food. into the uh, <laughs> sketchy shit because some news sites did interviews with people who like pick up food for DoorDash and Grubhub and all those, and the places that they've gone to pick up food are not restaurants. Oh my god! I'll okay, say wait. That. <laughs> Before you go on, that's crazy because like I watched a lot of videos on this, but I guess a lot of them were like talking about more official ghost kitchens which i guess makes sense so <laughs> they wouldn't be like interviewing this type of shit. honestly I, th- I thought that like the 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 vice video i watched i thought it would be more like that but it didn't do that um but like i was literally thinking as i was uh, as i was watching them i'm like what's what would stop someone from just like like can i just make food and have people buy it so like I mean, not that I want to do that, but I didn't think that that would be. I thought no, there has to be, there has to be some regulations for like not being able to pick it up from someone's fucking house. But I guess I was incorrect in that you, assumption. I feel like you probably have to like apply for it. Yeah, but like the same way, like I don't know, like think about like anybody can open an Etsy shop. There's like still like an application and like forms you have to fill out, but it's not like they like 
really do like quality control. Right. You know? Like I feel like it's like that level of like containment. <laughs> Yeah, one of the articles I read said, so first, like, one of them was from a few years ago. So they were, like, literally reporting on this. And as they were reporting on it, Grubhub, like, changed their rules because of this. Um, And Uber Eats, they also, like, required contracts with their restaurant partners, like, based on food safety standards. But at the same time, like, I don't know how they can really verify that, like... Unless they're sending someone out there to go check it themselves. I don't know how else they can like vet that that's a real thing. If you're if you're just like signing a contract to agree to something, how are they going to like keep up? I wonder knowing that you're still doing that like years down the line. Right. I wonder if they have to like submit like their like FDA approval. You know how like they get like a check like once a year. I wonder if they have to like show that to. I mean, ideally, that's what they would do is like. That's what Grubhub or DoorDash would do. Would yeah. Like prove that you're like real. But I mean, who knows if they actually do that? Because that's also like, I don't know, DoorDash. It's like so perfect where it's just enough of distance from the food that they could be like, well, that's not my problem. Right. You know, like. Yeah. So. I don't know. Um, But yeah, what I was reading about. um, Granted. I didn't do as much reading as I intended because I spent the whole freaking day like organizing my desk because I set up a new desk um, <laughs> and I had so much shit in my old desk that I was like that the ticket to brick <laughs> no. oh, <yeah. laughs> I snapped you guys um, and so it was just like a whole process but what I was reading about was more about like oh these are like the wave of the future and like yeah um, that they really picked up during covid which is interesting i first heard about it during covid with like oh my god was it like i know i texted you guys about it it was like some like sauce place that was like (laughs) travis scott or something oh yeah yeah no yeah because there was some like (laughs) Yeah, like some celebrity kitchens are like inherently like they're only selling virtually. Like they're trying to distinguish what a virtual kitchen is versus a ghost kitchen. Yeah. And I'm so confused by that because like there still has to be some type of kit of kitchen in order yeah. to be a selling virtual, like food. A virtual kitchen, literally the only difference is that it's like a regular restaurant that's like an actual place people know and can go to and sit down, but they have a delivery only menu that's different from what you can order in oh. store. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Interesting distinction. But yeah, also, I was sorry. Well, I was at my parents who live close to Chicago and I like was like looking to order. I think it literally was with you, Shaysel, or it was with Cole. But we were, like, going to order, and there were, like, two places that sounded really good. And one of them was, like, it advertised as, like, a chicken place. And so we were, like, okay, let's – it was, like, Travis Scott, like, chicken or whatever. Chicken sauce or something. Um, and so we were, like, okay, let's just, like, look at the two menus and see which one we want. Uh, first, we noticed they had the same address. So that's when I was, like, yeah. what the fuck? And then second, we were looking at – the Travis Scott menu and it literally was just different sauces. Like you could literally just buy like just a thing of honey mustard. But it wasn't even like a bottle of it. It literally was like a dipping container. So what? so weird i was like what the fuck literally is just this? like a side of sauce yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that what so weird fuck? and so that's when i first learned about ghost kitchens because i was like this seems like like a fucking scam that it's like this yeah the same location as this restaurant but i realized okay i guess if he is just making fucking sauces he's not gonna rent out a whole building for it <laughs> I'm looking on my DoorDash right now because I'm trying to find examples. There are some that I remember. Like everyone, if you've been on a delivery, a food delivery app, you've at some point encountered a ghost kitchen because they're the ones where like you see the name and you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, like the pictures then, are like too clean. Yeah, right. It's like perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they always, they look like they're, they're like taken in the same place, like stock photos. Yeah. Um, and the restaurant will be called like fuck carbs or like, <laughs> hell yeah, lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I've definitely seen some carbs before, and I've seen a variation of hell yeah lettuce. Oh my god! But oh the fuck god. carbs is like all no. symbols. It's like hashtag at like print like percent. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Um, like, oh my god! Gen Z will love this. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> so quirky. We have um. the f word in our name. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Can I tell you guys my experience with a ghost kitchen? Yes. Um, yeah, please. I guess you can. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was in New Orleans a couple years ago for Halloween. Um, my friend and I, I don't know if it was on Halloween or just like another night that we were there, but we got back from going out, of course, on Bourbon Street, like Frenchman area. Um, and we wanted to get food, but it was like, it was honestly like not even that late, but like no places for food there are open late. It's literally like Cafe Beignet and whatever other beignet place. Which there is, is weird there. considering like that's like a, a party place. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, right? I mean, like, that'd be like going to Vegas and nothing's open. I know. Yeah, right. So <laughs> we ordered something on Uber Eats and it took like literally like over two hours to come. Jesus. And I can't even remember oh what God. we ordered, but when it got there, they forgot one whole meal. No. And <laughs> the one thing that did come was like really, it seemed like really shitty quality. Like I would not have ordered that in an actual restaurant for sure. And I'm like, <laughs> this definitely came. Like we looked up the address because it was taking so fucking long. And it was literally just someone's house. <laughs> <laughs> what? So we Just were like, okay. House. I'm um, literally like some like Sweeney Todd shit where they like, make like meat pies of humans. Yeah, like, right. Ew. Like, dude, we are never getting this food. And so when we finally did, and it was that, I was like, okay. confirmed that this was not a real fucking restaurant. <laughs> I when Shelby and I were in San Francisco and like every fucking food place was closed after Outside Lands, um, I feel like. Ghost Kitchens exist on DoorDash too, but I feel like where I've seen them the most is Uber Eats, and I like never use Uber yeah. Eats, and that's honestly part of the reason why. But um, Uber Eats like, just feels like it feels like sketchier. It, it, it feels like <laughs> Android. And like, I, and like literally, <laughs> so, Uber Eats in my head holds the same rank as Roku. <laughs> literally, <laughs> like jailbroken. I, yeah, I Jill. Our sophomore year, she was like, I have a Roku. And I was like, what the fuck is that? I thought it was like a jailbroken Amazon Fire Stick. I thought it was some like That's what you call it. Roku. Yeah, because you know how they'll like have names? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, programs that you can like hack shit. Oh, with. yeah. yeah. So, so literally, that's what Uber Eats has, like that energy. Ever since you said that, like at first I was like, I was still used to Roku, but like six months after that, like now I have Roku stick too, but my TV is also a smart TV, so I never have to use the Roku, but sometimes it'll switch over like accidentally in the inputs and go to the Roku one. And I'm literally like, ugh, like eyesore. <laughs> the purple screen. Roku city. Yeah. yeah. It just feels like, like clunky. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So you like. There's there's a place. <laughs> this isn't that funny. It's just like you can just tell immediately. This is a liquor store called Cheers on Demand. Um, <laughs> they have the Sweet Express, and they just sell pints of ice cream. <laughs> oh, they have. Oh my god! I just saw another one that was funny. I can't remember now. Um, Mr. Beast Burger is that an, actually that one's an actual no, thing? I think. No, actual, that one's I'm an not. actual thing. That's, that's that one is a ghost kitchen of a, a ghost of a real kitchen. restaurant. I forgot which one. It's like Chili's or something. The yeah. food is yeah. so good, though. Oh, really? Like, I've ordered it at my parents, and me and my dad, like me and my dad, are such foodies, especially with meat. We were like, "Oh, this is so good." <laughs> oh. It's like, "Oh, I, they really cooked it in the hamburger grease, which like they never do anymore." <sighs> it was like so crispy on the outside and juicy oh. on the inside. Oh. It was so fucking good. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Mr. Beast, like the guy on YouTube, the YouTube. Yeah. That's what, yeah. <laughs> which is like, kind of cringe, but like that's why I order that type of shit when I'm with my dad because like we love that type of food, but it's like not that good for you. So yeah. I'm like, I'll indulge when I'm with my dad. Yeah. He, he wants to indulge. Um, And so I was like, let's just try this. And it was like the best burger I've had in years. It was so Damn. Wild. Yeah. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, there's a bunch of other ones that are just like out back, like <laughs> and Applebee's. Yeah, up, and like, like, and, like Ruby Tuesday and shit. Yeah. Like I was surprised I didn't realize. I for some reason never even thought of the possibility that it would be actual restaurants like opening up different things. Like I knew yeah. that like there's this and there are multiple things like this, even in Chicago, but the one that's like that I see pretty frequently here that's a ghost kitchen is called Lunchbox and Lunchbox has like a bunch of different uh restaurant options but like five things from each menu like they'll have like if cheesies i remember one time i wanted to get cheesies but the wait was like fucking like a hundred minutes and the cheesies through lunch ba- box was like a lot less and first of all i didn't have like the one that i get that didn't have the tenderizer so i got like a regular grilled cheese from there and i got here and it like wasn't good and i know Aww. that part of it is, is psychological because I, I like knew i had to have lower expectations for it because it was a ghost kitchen so i don't know if like part of me went into it being like more judgmental about it but it's just like it just doesn't feel good eating from a ghost kitchen at least yeah. for me it doesn't feel like i feel somehow inherently grossed out a little bit because it's it seems secretive yeah well i okay so with these ghost kitchens you guys might not know this i don't know like do they let's say it's in an applebee's does the applebee's chef or like culinary team cook the ghost kitchen food too or does a new person come in and cook the ghost kitchen food and just use and just use their supplies especially them walking in the yeah, back just walking in like literally an order and then they leave well i don't fucking know no i like, know i know what you just, mean Nikki, not, but like, it's just come funny. in and do like a one and done like I'm they're there for doing that. we but just like, use our kitchen real quick <laughs> but like the orders come in and they're like oh this is a Right. Lettuce, I don't fuck know. lettuce order. So, <laughs> so Charles gets fuck lettuce orders and the rest of the culinary team gets Applebee's. Like that's what I'm wondering. I think I think that they might do that, but I think they can also like literally have people like rent out kitchen space if they're not using all the area. Well, yeah, so that's what I'm saying with the like Charles does that. Yeah. So, so then I'm asking, so are there some like does Applebee's be like are, we're not going to bring anybody else in. Everybody's going to cook, no matter if it's fuck lettuce or Applebee's order. And so then it's the Applebee's chefs cooking for fuck lettuce. I can see them <laughs> this sentence right now. <laughs> I I can see them like if anything having you know how like at Starbucks and other drive-through places they sometimes have like their own little station by the drive-through. Like you still have to make the food in the actual like cafe area, but they might have. I don't fucking know, like garnishes or not that they have garnishes at Starbucks, <laughs> but they might have like garnishes or some shit. So maybe maybe they have like a little a little kitchen made for their ghost kitchen shit. For for things like for restaurants. I'm that are like, like an that. easy bake up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they probably have do both. I don't know. Yeah, I can I can see it being both like depending on the place. Like if it's a place that is very well like it's ghost kitchen is also very well established in its own thing but still operates in the same kitchen, I can see more of like a divided kitchen area for that that is more like two kitchens, just one that's like maybe a little less equipped. But um but yeah, I don't know. I feel like for the most part, like at least in this video that I watched, it was a Vice video and he went to this uh, restaurant. I think it's definitely in New York. I don't know if it's in Brooklyn. It might be. Let me look it up. Um, I think it's called Walk Walk Walk. Yeah. Walk Walk Restaurant in Brooklyn has 15. <laughs> walk Walk. <laughs> has 15 ghost kitchens that operates through it. Whoa. Yeah. See, that feels like, like fast fashion. But it literally does. And like, I still don't fully. Okay. I understand. I understand why it more open during the pandemic, which I know we've mentioned, but I don't think we've talked about why. I mean, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory, but obviously like we should still talk about it, but, um, they, oh, I get that. It's like, they get more money because more people are ordering from more restaurants that they own, but I just don't get it because why would you not just like make that oh well no I was gonna say, why don't you just make that many orders for your own restaurant and like dedicate all the energy to that but not everyone's gonna choose to order from your restaurant they yeah. might just okay yeah. I see yeah they um, literally do it to like make themselves more like like more service like, area uh, almost yeah like adding more to yeah. the market and they're like taking up more space in yeah. the market themselves by have doing you guys it. seen I see. <laughs> 
SpongeBob reference. Have you guys seen the SpongeBob episode where the Krusty Krab gets bought out by something something Mondays? It's like Happy Mondays. Fuck Mondays. <laughs> well, it's like a knockoff TGI Fridays. So. so they get bought oh. by like basically like a big chain like TGI Fridays, and so um, Mr. Krabs like retires when he comes back to visit, and they're like actually. <laughs> The way they're making the crusty or the crusty crabs, the crabby patties, um, is like it's like coming, it's like gray gloop that like comes out of a <laughs> thing and then goes okay, out yes. of the bear belt, gets pressed into the shape, and then gets spray painted. Yeah, literally, I that's that what now. I'm picturing for these like ghost <laughs> Ew, kitchens that have like 17 different restaurants in it. Because I'm like, there's no way you can like have like literally just from watching like kitchen nightmares <laughs> the places that have giant menus like they can't make good food cheesecake yeah, right. factory doesn't count but like yeah right they're the factories amazing. right but agreed i've like, <laughs> chefs in there but like there's no way they can make quality food for all these different places in that one building like it's just like not possible so I'm right picturing, like, the bear belt shit I mean, that's that's a really good example. And that's literally what I mean, it's, this was not that bad of an experience. But like when I got that cheesies from like the lunchbox place as opposed to like the original cheesies, it just like it, it felt like that. I'm like, you have all the same ingredients, but that doesn't mean you're making it. I could have like all the same ingredients and not make it like they make it. I don't know how, but that's just how it is. Yeah. So like it doesn't taste the same. And it's just like it's just it's just weird. Like, don't pretend like you can make that food because you fucking can't. Well, it's even like like how you're saying like it doesn't taste the same like even like going between two locations for like i don't know starbucks like i'll be like there's two starbucks kind of close to each other but like the starbucks is better because the way they like make it make my mocha taste better so it's like like you're saying like having the same ingredients doesn't necessarily mean that you can like make it and so yeah i feel like that's like also a concern for these is like okay just because you like know how to make it doesn't mean you know how to make it right there is one place that I order from frequently that I think one of the videos I watched on YouTube about this, it seemed like it was a Chicago video because like the places they mentioned, I thought were only Chicago. I mean, they're still chains, but like, I don't know. I thought they were Chicago based for the most part. Like they talked a lot about how Wow Bow has like fucking like a hundred, I think, ghost kitchens. Um, do you guys Reduce. know? I mean, Nikki, you must know Wow Bow from like Chicago. If you've like, you've probably at least seen it. I've heard of it, but I, I've never eaten it. Have you heard of it, Jill? No. They have it at like the water tower place and wow, stuff. Wow, wow. I don't have it frequently, but like, oh god, they have this fucking bomb ass homemade ginger ale. Um, oh. And their their bows are good. They have like a chocolate bow that's really good. Oh, now I want that. But they apparently have a bunch of ghost kitchens, which I didn't realize. And they also mentioned Doghouse, which I I order from them frequently. Um, and I kind of figured that they were a ghost kitchen only because I originally saw. They had another place called like Plant B. It was like a vegan impossible burger place. <laughs> I know. Is that a play on Plan B? <laughs> it's birth control tainted food. The way that like I said it so normally because it's been normalized. But I, I actually remember I saw that place for the first time with Shelby when I first moved in here. We're looking for food options. Everywhere was so fucking busy. And we found Plant B and we're like, did they really, are they really joking about it's Plant like, B? It's like a place being called like carbortion. <laughs> <laughs> abort your food baby after (laughs) oh my god oh god yeah it's it's either that like either way it's not good you're either insinuating that which is terrible or you're insinuating that this is like plan b as a a food option which is (laughs) not really good they're like we'll settle for a second literally an appetizer (laughs) literally and when i found this place doghouse i knew that one of the two had to be a ghost kitchen because this had like that whole menu and like a bunch of other things but honestly i order it from it pretty frequently because it's so fucking good they have these like impossible meat sliders and these impossible chicken tenders that are so fucking good like me and lynn get it all the time but ever since i really fast let me comment on impossible things I don't know why I hate that like veggie things are called like impossible burgers. And like what beyond. Like yeah. beyond burgers. Impossible. impossible burgers. Like, first of all, clearly it's possible. <laughs> Second, of all, <laughs> Second of all, I feel like what they're saying is like it's impossible to taste like a burger, <laughs> like a real burger, which like right. isn't tr- some some 
like non beef burgers do taste like real burgers. So then I'm like, why are you? Just, it's like literally like plant B shitting on itself. It's literally. Like, why, are you, why are you calling yourself impossible to like, <laughs> impossible to literally. taste good? Like, what are you saying? <laughs> literally, no, you're so. Right. I hadn't thought about that, but you're so right. Or they do like fucking Beyond Burger, which I I really don't like Beyond Burgers. But it's like these names where's, are so. Where like, are those from again? Beyond Burgers. Yeah. Those like, what do you mean? Where they're where are they from? Like what? Doesn't some fast food call call them Beyond Burgers? Oh, okay. Like so the brand. the brand is oh. Beyond Burger, but but like for example, um, they fucking removed it. Of fucking course it did. But uh, Dunkin' Donuts had like a Beyond sausage breakfast sandwich. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's th- what I was thinking of. Because like, I think Burger King has an Impossible Burger. I think yeah, but yeah. But it's like they utilize like that specific brand of veggie burger. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. It's just weird. They call it these names like beyond an impossible like i'm picturing like, like they're trying to be like these like like fucking they're hercules out here or some shit. Well, it literally, it's like, <laughs> like they're trying to be like futuristic yeah and it's like weird yeah. <laughs> um but yeah that's thankfully i have not had a bad experience with ghost, ghost kitchens ever since i realized that that place oh actually no i did have a bad experience i just remembered but ever since i realized that dog house <laughs> is probably a ghost kitchen it just somehow has coincided with its quality being lower, like inherently. Like recently, when I've gotten it, it gets here cold every time. And Aww. it was around the time when I realized it was a ghost kitchen. So I'm like, why well, you got to do this to me, dude? It's giving you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> but um, I did have one bad experience in San Francisco where like Shelby and I are waiting for food for fucking ever. I don't remember this place. I'm going to see if I can have it in my, I can find it in my Uber Eats order. I literally want to like, I'm going to put in the address for that hotel to see the fucking places around there because they were insane. Um, they, while, like, wait, while, Amber, oh, sorry. What, I thought you were going to look. I was going to say, while you're looking, I want to ask Jill something. Oh, okay. Well, you can ask but her. Do you, okay. I was like, did you have one more thing to say? I can't. Oh, no, no, no. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. Okay. Um, Jill, did you see, you were asleep when me and Chasel were texting about it, but did you see me be like, Jill, who's that alien man? And it was something like Hercules. Yeah. <laughs> Hercules. And like Valiant yeah. Thor. Yeah, my, dad, my dad and I were talking about, um, I mean, this could be a whole different episode we talk about, but you know how like recently the Pentagon released like UFOs like yeah this is all our info and yeah. UFOs and it's like we been new but thank you for like the validation um there's a bunch <laughs> of shit that I didn't realize that they released as well where they're talking about like there's like actually like alien human hybrids like on earth what and those people yeah and those people like live in the pentagon and have been like studied like their whole life um that was literally American Horror Story the last really? season <laughs> damn so, but so that's why I was talking to my dad about that. I was like, oh, my God, who is that dude who, like, said he was, like, an alien? And my dad's like, literally, there's so many people who fucking that. <laughs> I was like, no, but he has, like, a weird-ass name, and he had, like, somewhat evidence to support it. Like, he didn't have, like, concrete evidence because anybody could be like, oh, well, you're faking that. But, yeah. like, he was more believable than other people and i couldn't fucking remember that's so why i was like it was like hercules or something <laughs> there's that guy and then there's another one i forgot the other guy's name but it's also really fucking weird because of course all right i just found god like usually when i scroll i see so fucking money but i guess since it's not that late right now like most of these are open so like the ghost kitchens aren't like really appearing on these lists but like i went to the san francisco one um and like there's a place called go duck yourself (laughs) (laughs) and i'm assuming they sell duck meat which like i don't really want duck meat period but also not from the ghost (laughs) kitchen (laughs) that's so weird what a niche like i was gonna say go duck yourself is there a demand for that (laughs) yeah right i'm really craving duck duck right now i want a duck tender Duck would really just hit the spot. Right? Yeah, right. Duck wings. <laughs> that classic hungover food. Just duck. <laughs> I've actually never had duck. Me either. I don't know if I want to try it. I think I'm good on like, that. Like, <laughs> I feel like the fact, like, obviously it doesn't actually affect the quality of meat, but I feel like ducks are just like dirty because they're like yeah. swimming in like nasty ass ponds. They're, they're just like but, out on the streets. But, <laughs> but exactly. But even with chickens, especially like mass like 
farming of chickens, they like literally live in their own shit. Yeah. So it's, like, oh. Just as dirty. <laughs> shit of all the literally other like at the zoo, these fucking dumbass chickens would like <laughs> sit in their shit and we would have to like clean their asses for them. Like, like, Fuck so them I'm, like, for okay, doing that. Literally. So asses. I'm like, okay, I don't think any bird is like actually clean, but it's just like a mental block. Yeah, right. At least like chickens are like, this is meant to be like wherever they are, it's like it's meant to be food. It's yeah. not like you're just like ducks are just out here living. <laughs> like, no. I don't really like that. They just oh my God. grab I want them, them from to a live. Pond. I just want to eat them. Yeah, right. You just grab like what? <laughs> <They're> just, <laughs> just grab one on the street. <laughs> There's this one tweet that I think about like randomly a lot that I saw. It was like I have never seen a duck at night, and if I did, I don't know what I would do. And I think about that all the time. I'm like, oh my god, I have never seen a duck. They in the sleep. Night. Like, yeah, but like, why haven't I seen one sleep? Why haven't I seen one? They blend in. Where do they go? Yeah, they can't. So exactly, (laughs) if I saw a duck walking around at night, it would like weird me out. No, what's going on? When I was camping, I definitely heard a duck like quacking at nighttime on the water, and we were quacking back. And it was for real. Back to us. Oh my god! Just we were having a conversation. Yeah. (laughs) Um, let me tell you about some of the sketchy shit, please. That the news, the the news people discovered. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So this article that I read was from 2015, so kind of a long time ago. Ew. Oh damn! Yeah, that's a while ago. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Seven Um, years. This was in New York City. So the I-team, I guess I'm assuming that's like investigative team, but that's what they're called. The I-team checked 100 of New York City's top customer rated Seamless and Grubhub restaurants and found that slightly more than 10% of the kitchens were ghost kitchens. So in 2015 already, they had at least 10% of 100 I don't know how to do math. <laughs> That's ten. <laughs> that's what I thought, but I'm like, wait, I don't know if that's real or not. <laughs> um, yeah. So there was already some in 2015. So clearly, like, they've Weird. only become even more so since the pandemic, especially. Um, interesting. And these, they found that the consumer affairs commissioner for the city. I don't know exactly what they do, but they found that there were many ghost restaurants using unregistered names and false addresses, so already sketchy. Um, they thought that some people might be illegally operating from their apartments, from their homes, and delivering people, delivering to people, like, literally without having any type of inspection done or any, any correspondence with the Department of Health literally at all. And many of them ha- don't have restaurant permits at all. Like they're not, they are not real restaurants, which that is just, like so terrifying. I don't like that. I don't <laughs> this like is that. one of those things where I'm like, why can't people just like cooperate? Yeah. Like, why do you? What? Why do you need to like be gross and annoying? Right. Like, like, right. Why are you above the rules right now? Like, yeah. Like, obviously, like some laws are like fucking bogus and whatever but like stuff when it comes to like quality of life stuff and like you're putting this food in other people's bodies like why are you above having an inspection no yeah. seriously it makes it's it just so, so yeah it, it like it's so unethical and like a very i mean there are worse things for sure obviously but like it's just weird like how they don't really care because like food shit is like important People oh, yeah. get like actually sick. I know, like literally, that can cause <coughs> like serious issues. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they, the I team, they ordered food from a restaurant on Grubhub that was called like One Two Three Chinese or something like that. <laughs> I literally think I've seen that place <laughs> or a version. Um, so they ordered the food and waited for their delivery worker. And when they arrived, they asked that the delivery driver like where did they pick up the food from and so they okay so they were waiting at like the actual address that was listed on the site for this restaurant and that's what they where they got the food delivered to so when the guy showed up they're like where did they prepare this food because clearly you didn't get it from here 
oh my god <laughs> and it's <laughs> kind of savage of them yeah right i know i'm like so he said that he got it from a restaurant that was four, four blocks away and that restaurant was called abby chinese so it was not the same <laughs> name and so they looked up according to health department records like one two three chinese is not a real thing but abby chinese is and it had a b grade and I guess B grade is what you don't want to be because they have found evidence of rats, roaches, yep. and oh. mice at Abbey Chinese six times in the last two years. Oh my god! No, ew. no. Yeah. Um, so, so did they just try to go under a different name? So yeah. They so they actually confronted the owner of the Abbey Chinese restaurant. And he admitted that he opened the fake restaurant to keep up with other kitchens. So I'm oh assuming like they're literally doing that to get around them having a terrible health grade and also like to try to, to I guess, keep up with the market. But like it sounds like you're trying to cover up for no seriously being disgusting. Right. Yeah. Ew. That's so sketchy. Gross. Where was that again? That was in say? New York City. Okay. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they also found another restaurant that was... Well, okay, not a restaurant. It was another kitchen operating um, as a ghost kitchen that was registered to a non-retail commissary operated by some, like, LLC. And... What the fuck even is that? Yeah. So, those... That, like, type of place, a a non-retail commissary, isn't a restaurant, so it doesn't need to get, like, inspected by the Department of Health because it's not a restaurant, so it doesn't need to be entered into the restaurant database. Um, so yeah, they they don't even get inspected at all. Like, there are certain things, you know, where I'm like, uh, you gotta just like do it, even if it is really obnoxious. Like, if you're working at a restaurant and you are there when you guys get inspected, like, I know it's really fucking annoying to have to clean all the shit and like make sure nothing is, you know, like everything's labeled. You gotta have all your shit labeled, even like your san sanitizing buckets and shit like that. Yeah. But you got to do it. Like, that's so gross to right. Dude, not when I be used, up to code. No. When I used to work at Baskin Robbins, we never had labels on anything or, like, dates on anything. I didn't know how old anything was. And oh. then we, like, they I believe would just it. put fake labels on it when the inspector would come. Oh, so nice. Like, everything was labeled. Good shit. Yeah, it's like if you're if you're gonna have to do it for the function anyways, just might as well you might as well just do it, right? And yeah. Like, no. <laughs> well, that's when I was like seventeen, so I was yeah. like, like this is not. I'm not gonna deal with this, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, no, for sure. Like, are you kidding me? It's not my problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that makes so much sense for Baskin Robbins, though. They also, Ugh. when I was really sick, I had like a hundred degree fever. They, I called off, and they were like begging me to come in. And I was like, I'm like sick. I can't be handling food. And they were like, please, we're really, like, we really need you. And I was like, no. No. Oh, wow. Ridiculous. Love. Yeah. Uh, yeah Throwback to the one time I got um, norovirus from my bagel and deli order. <laughs> oh, my Red. God. I yeah. did not remember that. Yep. And I never ate there ever. Well, actually, I might have eaten there once after that, but that was freshman year. So a bagel was I remember for that. me forever. Damn. Oh my God. That is I remember so when Nero was going around there and that was like, I mean, obviously it wasn't like that big of a thing, but it was like kind of a big thing. Like Miami was talking about it yeah. and shit. They're um, like, oh, yet, this always happens. But I'm like, I feel like yeah, there was only, no. it was only really bad that one year. Right. I never really heard about it again. Like it's still... Yeah. I'm sure exists but you know that was like, like that was like a tiny it. yeah right that was like I don't know if that was like a general thing that was occurring or if it was like an Oxford thing but it was certainly at least occur- occurring in Oxford yeah. yeah um this other article that I read talked about first they were discussing this Twitter thread that was put out by this San- a San Francisco restaurant owner actually who um was discussing how her restaurant had been listed on like Uber Eats and Grubhub and like a bunch of those restaurants without her knowledge at all, without oh. her like doing that. And she found out like people were have been ordering from there for months. Like she she didn't know who the fuck they were ordering from. Like people would walk into her restaurant and be like, "Can I get whatever this like item is that's not on her actual menu?" And she'd be like, "I 
don't what? understand. Like that's not oh my, God. From my restaurant. Um, and that this has happened to like multiple people. So where like, their restaurants they- are like caught, like literally. So what came of that? Did she did she get it taken down? I think she like started a lawsuit. I don't know what the result was though. Damn. But I mean, if you're going up against like Uber Eats, but I don't get like, did they use like her restaurant's address as well? Yeah, I think so. So like the the person who made it was just trying to scam then, right? Because like. No, they, they would the like money, literally. The I think would they, never get the food. I I think that they like actually did order food. Oh, but like, or did but like did deliver the food? How it would might they be like the display address is different than what the address is told to the DoorDash to the driver? driver. Because that's how I what see. happened with that Chinese food place she was saying, where the DoorDash driver picked it up from somewhere else. Okay, I think yes. like where they're told to get it might be different. Yes. Okay. I I get it now. That makes sense. Damn, that's fucking shitty. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I they, feel, <laughs> oh. Go I was ahead. just gonna say, I feel like she probably sued the person who used her name as opposed yeah, to Yeah, so Uber I don't know Eats. I don't know if like it was her going against like the whole corporation or if it's like Uber Eats acting on behalf of whoever the other person is, kind of. If th- if that makes sense as a difference. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm like I feel like you would also need to go up against the actual person because that's just yeah. like straight up like copyright infringement. Yeah. Right. Well, and like fraud. Yeah. Yeah, true. Um Yeah, they also talked to another delivery driver with this article. Um This was in Atlanta, Georgia. And this girl said that sometimes she's Picked up deliveries that don't even come from restaurants at all. Um, in one case, she pulled up to a man's home oh my God. for an order. And she no. literally, she said, I had to sit on his couch in his house and watch him cook food in his kitchen. No gloves, no, no kinds of safety standards um, no. at all. Yeah. I would just not, like, why do they still deliver that? Yeah, for real. I mean, because like, they don't want to lose their job, but do? like, yeah. But like yeah, I think true. at that point, like, do I want to do? I mean, I guess if it's out of necess- if it's like major necessity, I would get it. But like, I would not want to be working in that anymore if I had to do that. This shit's grimy as fuck. Yeah. I feel like honestly, yeah, I would probably still deliver it, but I would tell the person I delivered Ex- to, like, "Hey, heads up!" Just yeah, then I, still I would get like paid. try to report that to Uber Eats. Yeah, they. That's she also. So um, nasty. I know. She also said that she's delivered food from condos and trailers. And in one oh. instance, while she was driving for Uber Eats, she picked up food from someone who made the food on a, quote, bus stealing electricity from a construction site. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God. God. That is so specific. <laughs> I know. I'm like, this is savage as fuck. That's the also, most like, frugal shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> clearly, it's difficult for you to make this food if you have to be in a bus. Like, so why are you using doing ele- it? stealing electricity? Like, yeah, literally. Like, just go scam people a different way. Why yeah, yeah right. Why are you doing it this way? It seems like a lot of work. <laughs> Isn't the point of scamming to like not have to work? Right. Like- right. <laughs> Um, yeah and in in response to those allegations uber eats said that they take food safety very seriously and they said they require the contracts with um their restaurant partners whereby they agree to abide by certain food safety standards so they just agree to abide by them who knows if that's like actually monitored by anyone yeah or verified in literally any way at all (laughs) That's just so jank. <laughs> don't don't like that. Don't like that at all. <laughs> uh, I'm sketched the fuck out by that. Grossy. Still, so yeah, yeah. I've always been sus about them, but now I'm like, like I, I, if I see a place that looks like it could even be remotely one, except for like the dog house house place that I get food from, which I think does have a location, like as an actual restaurant, but um, I just no. I think <laughs> like no. Like, for me, if I see that they share an address with an actual restaurant, that's like I'd more be like, trustworthy. Nope. But if it no, because oh. that's like then they're using like a restaurant's kitchen. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, instead yeah, of yeah, like a person's right. home. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. No. Yeah. For sure. For sure. 
I agree. Yeah. It is. It still sucks. Like, I mean, at least it's a kitchen. But to think that you're ordering food from somewhere, not that, not that whatever you like, wherever you order from could be that high quality if it's like associated with this but like and you find out it's fucking applebee's or some shit like <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> that's shitty that's literally like I'd false be, advertising yeah i'd be so fucking annoyed like if i was like ew i'm not gonna order from this nasty ass place that has a b grade so let me order from this other place and it's just and them, it's like and it's yeah. just them yeah right <laughs> person, but, like, they're just catfishing literally, yeah, literally. Oh they're literally God. catfishing <laughs> they literally are <laughs> yeah in the truest sense because i don't know who likes catfish but if you do um mm. that's not Mm-mm. cool if you do you're gross <laughs> <laughs> yeah <right>. gross <laughs> oh it's another example i'm looking at Rush again wings are us <laughs> damn that's profound so that's, that's, some, that's some sweeney todd shit they're making wings fucking wings are from, us. like us <laughs> humans <laughs> it really is <laughs> it's so just sketchy oh, again like why on this and i want why it. is this the route these people are taking like i wonder if like i feel like some of them might be like oh like i can't afford to have my own place but i i really like want to build up to that it's you know they're like a new place trying to make money so they're renting a kitchen but like again like the people who are doing it in their homes why? Like what the fuck? Like what? There's no way that cooking <laughs> is your passion to that extent. That you're gonna like fucking like like no cook in your real. kitchen to like deliver to rent. Like it's just weird, right? Right, and it's not like it's it's not even like oh they're like a good chef or something and they want to do this it would still be weird but like the people who are doing that wouldn't be like good chefs at all or anything you know like they would just be making like fucking grilled cheese like shitty yeah. ass grilled cheese. <laughs> Ew, like soggy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to look for a place. Oh, here, this one. This is definitely not a real thing. Conviction chicken. <laughs> conviction? What the fuck? <laughs> I want to eat some chicken with conviction. <laughs> with conviction. Literally. Also, this what is the Pierre. Fuck? Pierre. 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 Wait, that reminds me at at MoMA I took a picture of it there was something that was like it was either called yellow or it was like entirely yellow or something which made me think of Jill and the the other uh, I also the author the artist his <laughs> name was Pierre and I was like that's oh my god, <laughs> I love, I love that. <laughs> he was busted I need to find Pierre I thought that is like busted desk, ass whisker yeah <laughs> Can someone someone explain Pierre? Yeah, he's a little cat finger puppet that we bought when we were all visiting Jill in Maine. (laughs) Where did we get him? He was just at some random ass tourist shop, and there was like a bunch of different ones, and we were just like dying laughing at them. And then he was like, oh, jank. And like one of his whiskers was like (laughs) bent. And we were like, he looks turn up. And so we were like, fuck it, let's buy him. He was like two bucks. So she's bottom. When we were trying to decide, yeah, we were like, like, think about the joy it'll bring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were like, are we really gonna spend money on this? But like we were like, honestly, hell yeah. So yeah, he was right. like ripping bongs with us and shit. He was. Crazy. <laughs> he was. He we was got quite Polaroid. the party <laughs> Yes. It was a skins moment. Pierre Pierre oh was F Pierre. Our little French guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I think you came up. I think you were just like, he looks like his name is Pierre. And I was, and I was like, it, it does. He, he needs a little beret. I know. Yeah. We got to make him one. Got to crochet a little beret. I, <laughs> I got to, I'm almost done with the ladybug I'm crocheting for my mom. I'll send you guys a Aww. snap. I'm pretty proud of it. It's oh like, my God, yeah. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Has it been like, how's it been? I, I like it. Sometimes it's like hard um like right now I'm like s- making the legs and so they're like small and you have to like go in a circle and it's only seven stitches around so it's like hard when it's like the little part so like that like I don't enjoy as much because it's like frustrating but I do enjoy it when it's like the bigger pieces and like um fitting two pieces together um stuff like that I like that so I've been liking it yeah nice cool. I like eventually want to get back into crocheting, but I ne- when I first started crocheting, it wasn't with the intention of like making like 
actual things. I just wanted something to do with my hands while watching TV. Um, uh-huh. So I'd like make blankets because you don't really have to think. Like I would still have to count the stitches sometimes, but I would just do it and watch TV. But like yeah. I wouldn't – if I wanted to do it well, I wouldn't be able to watch TV while um, making like a crochet stuffed animal. I don't understand why – I just can't do shit without watching TV anymore. In my mind, it's like I need to accommodate everything to make it so that I can watch TV while I do it. And I don't know why I do that. Like literally everything. And I'm like, I don't, I don't need to watch TV right now. Like it's okay. I will survive. I I treat it like a fucking silence more. I feel. I'm trying to. For me, it's like I'll put on something like SpongeBob just because like. I'm home alone all day so I like having the like it's almost like white noise mm-hmm. and I can like in yeah. between like a round of stitches or something I can watch for a minute just to, for like a mental break from like because like sometimes it's like intense you're like like with crocheting you're in there counting and it's like so right. small um but when I'm like crocheting like the more nitpicky part I can't watch anything that like requires my brain because yeah I have to count but like when it's like oh just crochet like just go in in a circle a couple times then I can like do it while I watch um but yeah I do the same thing I realize I like always have the tv on I'm trying to be like I don't constantly need to be stimulated in that way I can stimulate myself like in different ways too no right like it literally takes away from other hobbies because like there are other hobbies that I want to do but I'm like oh but then I can't use the time to watch tv and it's like (laughs) yeah yeah that's okay yeah Yeah, that's that's the point like it's okay I don't know why I mean it's definitely I mean what I'm describing is fucking basically addiction um so yeah I'm basically (laughs) watching tv and I need to stop but yeah no it's like I got I I have periods of time where I'm better with it I don't know how the fuck I got on this tangent um crocheting yes yes um Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> I want to start making like those things, the balaclava thing that, um, well, it's not exactly that, but a variation of it, like the one that Shelby got. Oh, there's this nice. um, artist on Twitter that Shelby found that does like, people might have seen this on TikTok and stuff. There's like balaclavas. I don't know their origin, but like they typically cover, mo- they're like a beanie type thing, but they cover most of your face as well. Um, but like this artist does them a little differently and just does like big bunny ear ones and stuff. And I want to learn how to make it because hers are so expensive and impossible to get because they sell out immediately. So I need to get on that shit eventually. So yeah. many hobbies that I'm trying to do and so little time. I mean, that's why I picked up crocheting because I was like obsessed with like buying this stuff, guys. So I was like, mm-hmm. why don't I just make them myself? Right. <laughs> like- and then it's also like more ful- fulfilling because it's like right. oh, I made this myself too. Yeah, and I right. Can, like, make it make that for my mom, you know, and my loved ones. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Random side note. I have said everything I have to say. I have also said everything I have to say. <laughs> What if we ended every episode like that? <laughs> All my information has been disseminated. <laughs> um, so thanks for listening. This episode's a bit shorter than usual because it's a not not much history on um God, there's a fucking fungus gnat in front of my face right now that won't go away. These Ew. fucking repotted plants. Ugh so upset about it stick um, your tongue out and eat it like a yeah bug. yeah <laughs> like it's so good <laughs> oh, uh. <laughs> um so yeah there isn't that much history on ghost kitchens but if you didn't know about it <laughs> now you know um avoid them because clearly they're fucking sus not all of them but like i would i would um err on the side of caution is that the phrase i feel like my brain isn't working right now yeah, yeah, air on the side of caution. Air on the side yeah. of yes. Yeah. Air on the side of caution. Okay. Um, well, you can find our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can listen to us every other Tuesday at some point in the day. It'll be up there. <laughs> <laughs> um and oh, and follow us on social media, Twitter, um, Instagram. That's kind of wavy, please. And leave us a review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify because they have review options on both now. And it would be amazing. Yay. (laughs) Bye. Bye.